0: Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well,
1: hello there, and I want to give a special big shout-out to my national, international, and my local fans and listeners. We're coming live from California. I want to thank all of you every week For your support and for tuning in or downloading the Transformation for Success shows each week. And for those of you who might be new listeners, the shows are rebroadcast on the Empowerment and Business channels on Fridays at noon. So Transformation for Success is a live radio broadcast and is immediately downloaded in podcast format for iTunes, Roku, and Stitcher. So please share with your friends and colleagues this information. And I also want you to check out my television online network, Transformation Success TV, on voiceamericatv.com. we got new shows coming up this month, and you can access and view them online. Now, on the Transformation Radio Talk Show this month, we're calling it our Trailblazers Month, and we've showcased guests who are trailblazers in their fields of expertise. Today in the studio, I have one such person who is an incredible individual, Miss Wendy Darling. Wendy is the co founder of GTD, and that's Go the Distance Consulting and the Miraculous Living Institute. She's a recognized relationship and transformational change expert. She's the creator of the Miraculous Living Method, which she's going to share with you today. Moreover, Wendy has had over 35 years of experience as a business and life transformation expert, management and organizational development consultant. She's been a radio talk show personality, keynote speaker and columnist. She's also the number one international best-selling author of the book, the miracle that is your life. Wendy holds a bachelor of science degree in education. She's got a master's of education, a specialist degree in counseling psychology, and postgraduate work in management and organizational development. This woman has been dubbed Wendy, the personal fairy godmother for her ability to help people turn their dreams into reality. She's been featured on television, radio, Forbes magazine, and many other publications. And so she's going to share her miraculous story of how she transformed her life and moreover, how she's now living her best life. So I want you to help me welcome Miss Wendy Darling to the show today. And I want you to be certain to have your friends download the show if they can't hear it live. And I would encourage you to take notes because she's got some very good information uh, to share with you. So take those notes if you're not driving. And if you have questions of Miss Darling, you can call in the studio, 1-888-346-9141. And for those of you international uh, listeners, you can Skype me at Dr. Dot Barbara Young or email me at info at transformation dot net because any questions you have I know Wendy will be glad to answer your inquiries so again hello Wendy darling nice to have you on the show nice to be with you Barbara thank you for having me. Well, it's, it's a pleasure. Truly, it is. You have had such an incredible journey. And I want to start with, you know, how uh, you were living this exceptional life. Uh, you are a well sought after management, and organizational development consultant. You were traveling throughout the United States, and all of a sudden, something happened in 1990 when you became sick. What happened? Um, yes. Um, That was definitely a defining
2: moment. Um, I, as you mentioned, I had been consulting already for several years. Mm -hmm. At that point, I had my own business. I was under contract with a Fortune 100 company. I was traveling all over the United States. And at that point in time, I was wiped out, but I had also gotten really sick. Um, And... I was, you know, not to get grotesque here, but I had some kind of virus. So I, you know, I couldn't keep Mm -hmm. anything down. And we'll just leave it at that. And yet I was also formally what some people might refer to as a type A personality. And um, I was very committed to my work. And so my commitment overrode my logic. And I was to fly from Texas where I was living at the time to L.A., Mm -hmm. And I was sick as a dog, and I went outside the Dallas airport um, before my flight to just get some fresh air. And unfortunately, I passed out. I Mm. fell over a ledge, and I fell approximately 25 feet. My goodness. My goodness. So the good news is I lived. Um, I shattered my right leg. Um, I had multiple surgeries, and it was about 11 months before I knew if I would ever walk again, which I I do, Um, and I had some back fractures. I was later diagnosed with a traumatic brain injury um, that took a very long time to recover from, Some may actually question to what extent, but we'll get into that portion a little bit later. Okay. In all fairness, I am blessed um, to the extent that I have been able to recover. And if that was not enough, um, around week four of being in the hospital, my former husband came, suitcases packed, no longer wishing to be married Anymore, And even though I will take full responsibility for my portion uh, that contributed to that decision, the timing was not exactly optimal. And then when we went to court, he happens to be an attorney, um, he was then awarded full custody of our son, who was only four and a half at that time. And, you know, I was a real risk taker back then. I didn't have much fear You know, if people said, hey, could you do this? I said, sure, I could do this. Well, at that time, Barbara, everything that could have been related to my identity, my physicality, my means of supporting myself, my marriage, my being a mom, I was living in whiteboard territory. There was nothing. And yet, I was just at that very, very, very early um, point in my life where I was searching maybe for deeper meaning and purpose, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and so I was just in the very early stages of what we might say, I was opening my heart maybe to more of my spirituality. Yes, yes. So, again, trying to cliff note this very detailed story, at some point it was my mom who suggested that I learn how to meditate. And at that point in time, I was so traumatized by everything. I had never even remotely come close to anything like this. You know, if I wanted a job, I got a job. You know, life, (laughs) I have to say, was pretty sweet and easy for me. And, And suddenly, it wasn't. And so I, you know, desperate times, and I went, okay. So I went to somebody to learn how to meditate. And to kind of just fast forward it, while I was learning to meditate, I began to open up to receive and now have since cultivated my healing gifts. I started to get downloads that have contributed now to what my transformational system that allows me, well, first of all, it allowed me to heal. Um, it wasn't the only thing. I also had other people um, working on me as well. Um, but it, it, uh, there was a point in time where my prayer to God was, "God, you help me dig out of this big giant hole that I seem to be in. I, I promise, in whatever way, I will pay it forward." And I even remember saying, oh, and by the way, if you could just make it just a little easier and a little faster, that would be really nice because nobody should have to suffer like this. Well, and tell you know, me, the Wendy. good news is my wish and prayer actually got answered. Oh, wow. It so looks like I'm it now did. able to help people get results mm-hmm. so much easier and faster because I have a way of finding the root of the root of anything interfering getting in the way of your health, of your love life. I've, For some reason, I've gotten known as a relationship expert helping singles attract love. I've helped people release weight and heal from other things. Um, I help people raise what I call your financial set point and help them really dial up their success financially and in their business because I really do have a very unique skill set where, yes, I, I, I'm interested in your results and I'm interested in finding the easiest and simplest path to get you there. And because I have my business background, I have all of that, but I'm also able to help fine-tune your inner
1: world so you're able to get, match it up with your outer world. Can, I, can I take sweet. you back? Uh, can I get you? Because you've gone quite a bit into in depth of, of what happened and the traumatic brain injury and... Uh, but you take full responsibility to, for some of these things that did happen. But one of the things that I'm intrigued about, uh, going back, uh, hearing your story, and I've heard, you know, similar ones. How did you deal with anger? Because see, here you are. You you've lost all the things that you worked so hard for that were near and dear to you, which I understand. You had a successful life. You lose custody of your son, who's four and a half. You have a broken marriage. You've got your son. How did you deal with the anger? Because I'm sure, were you angry? And how did you deal with that? Um, I was probably more sad and shocked at first. Okay.
2: Um, I cried a lot. One of my best friends at some point even (laughs) looked at me and she said, you are just the best crier I have ever met. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I never thought that would be something I would claim as um, being a masterful person with. Uh Uh-huh. and so I think it's like anything. You know, our bodies and minds and hearts are designed not to max us out for the most part. Some people do max out, um, unfortunately. But it goes in waves. So okay. to me, when, when anger begins to be created, it's taking all that deep heartache and it's now moving it outward. Um, and so it's, it's typically... if if utilized effectively, obviously sometimes not. Um, So it's not like I walked around angry all the time, and it's not like I walked around sad all the time. I weaved. And I think that that's very common. You know, we maybe grieve for a period of time, depending on what the circumstances are, and then we get a bit of a rest. And then maybe we pull ourselves out for a bit. So there's no clear formula for that. And I think that's the important part for anybody going through anything is to have some level of support because it's not a straight line in terms of, as you know, in terms of healing, in terms of transformation, for that matter, anybody that has their own business or any result that you're wanting to really experience.
1: That is so true. And you know, and the reason why I say that because there's so many people today who, who and a lot of your clients, I'm sure, that are handling it. but but what? some people get stymied and I, and I say this because the anger uh, gets mm-hmm. locked into illnesses um, with, because there's hostility, yeah. there's anger, um because, you know, not only did you know, I lose my marriage. You know, here I am laid up. Uh, I, I, you know, and how possibly you had a good support system. You had your mother who came in and talked about medication. But there are so many individuals I'm sure you met that didn't know how to handle this because, or become suicidal, or even take their lives because there's a loss. That's right. And yeah, so what I didn't address is uh-huh. that now,
2: especially, I have a system that mm-hmm. literally melts that emotion away. For example, I've w- actually worked with people who've been severely abused in their past, and maybe they'll come and work with me more intensively over a day or two. They are freed from that. Um, it's it's it just there's a whole lot of information that we wouldn't have time to get into, but it 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 releases that tension, that pull, and so it loses its life force, if you want to call it that, so that they don't have to be angry. They don't have to be saying all these horrific things to themselves, because also one portion of my methodology helps to retrain the mind. So you are correct. There are a lot of people walking around very unhappy today, very frustrated, and unfortunately extremely angry And we are seeing higher incidents than ever before of suicides, of of mental challenges. And so for those that do choose to be with me or work with me, the other thing that I love, Barbara, is people don't typically work with me for very long. and And that's what I love. It's like, okay, let's get you kind of cleaned up, shaped up, and shipped out. Now you go off and make your mark in the world. So there are different people out Mm -hmm. there today Mm -hmm. that can do these kinds of things. But what sets me apart from the majority is I don't just do release work. I actually help to retrain your mind and provide you. We collectively provide clear steps so that you close that gap from where you are to where you want to
0: be.
1: Now, I'm going to ask this question, which, and you said that, you know, you're the short-term person, and <laughs> I can agree. <laughs> I can agree because I was, I, my background was in counseling, just an aside, and I said I cannot, I cannot do long-term counseling. I couldn't have somebody coming on years and years and years. I want you to get uh-huh. well, so we're going to have steps from A to B to C, and so anyway, that's another story. But basically, I wanted to just ask before we go on break, was there anyone, have you ever had one who just didn't, or they did come back? You know, they, they got the steps, but they did have to come back or they came back to you.
2: Oh, some people get attached. Um, I have had people come back, okay. but, I, but I'm going to say not because they didn't accomplish anything, but they were expanding so much. Their businesses were growing uh-huh. and I've had executives um, or CEOs of companies come back because they just want to stay. I call them tune-ups. It's not like something's wrong. It's just that they want to make sure that they are open to taking those steps that they've been taking and continue the growth that they've been experiencing.
1: That's great. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with my guest today, Wendy Darling, and we're going to talk about more of the steps and some of the things that, first of all, she talked about having healing gifts. We're going to explain and get into that, too. Okay. We'll be right back, and thank you for listening. With my yesterday, Miss Wendy Darling. Thank you. We'll be right back.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes, there is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to info at Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, welcome back to my interesting and very informative conversation with Miss Wendy Darling, who is talking about miraculous living and her method, and more importantly, we were just in the beginning stages of how she has all these clients who have been through her miraculous living method, and they don't come back except for tune-ups. So, that's interesting. So, Wendy, I just want to kind of go back uh, into your experiences that you went through, which was just absolutely traumatic. Uh, and I don't know many people, you know, like you said, you would not like for anybody to have to go through what you go- you went through. But how long of a period did it take you to reach, you know, uh, here you are at point, a and all these things are happening, and uh, where did you get uh, to point B? How long did it take you on your journey? Yeah, it went in stages, Barbara. You know,
2: okay. um, I think it took a couple of years to get over okay. some of the trauma. Okay. Um, my brain injury was not diagnosed right away. Remember, my accident was in 1990, and brain injuries were not on the top of the chain in terms of medical awareness, plus I had so much physical trauma and so much trauma just going in my life that it was kind of missed for quite some time. And it wasn't until, and one of the things about brain injuries, if you don't deal with them, they can get progressively worse. And so that was probably the bigger challenge. Uh-huh. And, and as well as the emotional that something really, really snapped inside of me when I lost custody of my son. I think that was truly the hardest piece to recover from. And I will say that we stayed in close contact. That person, that amazing human being, um, taught me more about unconditional love in the sense that we went from one city to two to two uh-huh. cities, to two states. Uh-huh. And he was always a trooper. And obviously there's even more to that story. But eventually he did come and live with me in his high school years. Um, and, you know, that, you know, that has basically worked out. Although, again, I don't wish that on anybody. So the brain injury took longer because, first of all, it wasn't diagnosed at first. And then once it was, I was already doing my healing work. Uh-huh. So when I combined that with um, a practitioner, actually, that my mom found, um, that woman really brought me back to life. And, um, and so what ended up happening is the healthier I got, which often happens, um, the more magnificent my transformational process became. So people were getting easier, faster results. And, okay. and so that's the part that I love. And as I said, you know, people don't go through what I went through, thank goodness. You know, most people work with me, you know, typically three months. And, uh-huh. and some people less. Some people a little more. But I don't, I don't work with people for Extended extended periods of time—it's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. And so that part's really good as well. But I think anybody that's transforming their life—it's an evolutionary process. Uh, you know, I recently turned sixty-eight, and oh um,
1: my, and yet, oh Mike, you're just
2: getting over the hill. <laughs> I am not getting over the hill yet, and I know you—we've met—you're not over the hill yet. How but do I don't you know, know where I, I am on the hill. Just, but my point is, I'm not close to done. In some ways, <laughs> no, I feel not. like I'm just kind of getting started, which, by <laughs> the way, this is my 38th year since I've started my business. I and know. Um, and there's still more of me to learn and grow. Absolutely. You know, it's... It, it's just not done. I, I, that, and that's not the bad news. You know, that's the beauty of our lives is Absolutely. we get to create and, and recreate or, you know, pivot and, and just
1: experience all the richness that life has to offer. So that is the good news. It is. And I think one important factor is we gain wisdom. You become wiser as you become older. So, yeah, you know, I say yes. And yet it's what's interesting. I would say
2: I'm more accepting as I get older. Um, But as I've gotten older, yes, I'm sure I have gained a certain level of wisdom. But I've also gained the reality of how little I really know. And (laughs) one of the things I at least try to do um, is stay in my own lane. And, you know, you don't want me to work technology with you. But if you want to start having a lot of fun in your business and personal life, maybe we have something to talk about. But some of these other areas, no, no, no.
1: Yes. You know, when, Stay in Wendy, your lane. Wendy, I have to ask this question because I'm intrigued, as I think my listeners are. Because, you you know, we've talked about your story, and uh, it's so traumatic and dramatic. But the husband coming to the hospital, you're four weeks in the hospital and asking, you know, for a divorce, he's got his things packed, and he takes custody of your, sti- chi- of your child, four and a half years old. What was the compelling reason that he felt he had to take custody of your child? I'm intrigued by that. Um, well, first of all, I don't really want to get into the details oh, of it, okay. Okay. Um,
2: but... We were living in East Texas at the time. And my former husband was working for one of the companies, um, in that area. And, you know, Barbara, sometimes caca happens. And it does. I w- I had a hard time getting, um, legal support because he had already spoken to different attorneys. So, you know, sometimes poop happens. And, okay. It, you know, it. We had some issues in our relationship. It was, and, and that's why I say, and I made some very poor decisions. He made some very poor decisions, and this was the outcome. And by the way, um, even in the settlement, how the judge ruled, it was like, well, if it was, if I ever thought that I was possibly screwed in any way or not, uh, it, was, it was like, well, you know, nothing was left to my imagination at that point. Okay. So, um, so I, you know, it happened.
1: And, and that's okay. Uh, uh, you survived it, and, and you've overcome that. I just was uh, intrigued, and I know... Some of the listeners might do women because, you know, the Empowerment Channel, we have a lot of women listeners, and I just wanted to sort of clarify that because people's minds go all all different directions. uh, Yeah, you know, uh, so what I will say, because it's in my book, it's not uh a secret, but Uh I made, my
2: marriage was not doing well. I was working with primarily all men, and I ended up being unfaithful to my husband for a short time. And it was, and the day before my accident, I happened to confess to him, because I was so out of integrity with the person that I really was, and definitely today am. And so he was hurt. He was angry. Had every right to be. And um, that was retaliation. And I suffered the consequences of that.
1: But what has happened though is that you're so different. Uh, In terms of where you are today, and more importantly, how you're helping other people uh, live their best lives, get through the emotional trauma, get rid of the baggage. And I really, again, want to applaud you for that. Um, You know, thank you. And I want to just add one quick thing. Sure. One of the
2: very early days and weeks of being in the hospital, and even my accident traumatized me significantly. I couldn't, you know, like, my gosh, what happened? And um, one of the questions I was finding myself asking that I think is important for everybody to ask at different times in their life. It was like, what decisions and choices had I made that got me to where I was in that moment? And what? where did I get off track for something like this to happen? And what choices, different choices, was was I now going to have to make? And I think it's a very important inquiry because it's too easy for us to get off track it's too easy for us to get immersed in the day-to-day busyness that too many people are living today. You know, being so responsible. We live in times where it costs more to live. Yes. And, and the pressures sometimes of that in our jobs. So I think to take stock, you know, in what's really important to you, what are your real values? And make sure that you put, first of all, you as a priority. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was flying all over the place. I wasn't attending to my marriage the way I should have. My son got a whole lot of my attention. So it was either work or my son.
1: Well, I, I can understand. And I want to thank you for being transparent about that because you pose a, a question that I, I think is so relevant and you shared that. What decisions and choices, you know, have I made? Because to me, the most powerful thing, gift we've been given by God is the power of choice. And we make choices every day. And some of them are uninformed choices. Some of them are not maybe the right choices, but we make choices. And sometimes we have to suffer the consequences of them and look at where did you get off track? Did you ask that question of some of the clients or is that something in one of the steps? We're going to talk about that. But, but you know, because I, I, I'm very intrigued about a few of the steps, uh, because I think your book. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. But can I go back to something? I want to thank you for sharing that, because there are there are different choices that we make in our lives, and some are costly. Um, mm-hmm. But in your case, you were able to rebound. I call it, and be reinvigorated, um, re-inspired. Um, you talked about having healing gifts, and I was really interested in that. And how, mm-hmm. explain, how you discovered that you had healing gifts. Yeah, that too evolved. Not It
2: didn't take very long, but mm-hmm. um, evolved. While I was learning how to meditate, um, I... You know, I'm trying to cliff note the experience, but um, while I was learning to meditate, I remember going to the person who was teaching me. We were at somebody's home, it was a small group of people, and I went to Michael, the person teaching us meditation, and I said, it's the strangest thing, every time I almost feel like my mind may start to relax, I get this urge to sing. So he said, well, sing. (laughs) And I said, no, I started laughing, actually, and I said, you don't understand, I actually have people in my life that request that I not do that. And, <laughs> and he just looked at me and he said, Wendy, just, just try it. So we went back to my little place. And I allowed what turned out to be this melodic kind of, I guess we can call it singing, come out. And Barbara, for the first time, my, my mind as well as my body began relaxing. And I was living in Dallas at the time, and what they say is true, everything's a little bit bigger there. And (laughs) I would go into my nice-sized walk-in closet because it had nice acoustics, and I used to do my meditation and this singing. Well, maybe about a week or so later, I don't remember the time frame much, any longer, We were back at that same person's house and I walked by somebody and out pops out of my mouth. I said, oh, you have a block around your heart. And I'm like, well, where the heck did that come from? I mean, it wasn't like I, it, it just came out. Uh-huh. And then what was a true gift was this person, the instructor's son who was in high school at the time, a very gifted young man, he happened to be behind me, and he says the same thing to that person. Hey, you know, you've got a block around your heart. And we're talking about energetic. So I started to realize that I have kind of like energy x-ray vision. So I don't walk around looking at people's energies although there are times I will say it's tempting but my <laughs> integrity really doesn't allow me to do that okay and okay so but when I work with somebody and I turn that on I can see you energetically and it's like it's like an x-ray black and white and shades of gray because part of that my brain injury still I don't see internally color now, seeing you or anything else is in color. But when I close my eyes, I'm impaired visually. Mm-hmm. But I see enough. And so I can see where you have energetic blocks. And now I know what that can mean. And so we work with that. And mm-hmm. I do my singing. My hands start moving. It's like, it's like God and whatever this beautiful energy that works through me um, I just see things we we infuse love into the system and it dissolves these lower level frequencies and I also have a whole system where first of all, we you and I don't have to figure out what it is. the system takes care of it. we uh-huh. focus forward what what are the results you want, and the system takes care of the internal interference from the past. And as I mentioned, then I either get downloads of information or I have a whole system and series of statements of affirmations. And you work with the sound healing combined with I have um, healing cards. They, too, were downloaded. I have probably hundreds of them. Those came to me probably in the early 2000s. And um, they also have a frequency. So between the sound healing, the frequency of the cards, you put your hands on them. They're used in other ways as well. Plus, the statements. You've, you're not only continually releasing what I consider the undercurrent of what you're not even aware is interfering, but you're also training your mind to now be your best and in working with your heart's desires and the intention of the results that you're wanting to experience, and so it it um, it gradually came to
1: me and okay. evolved over time yeah that's interesting, and I you know because people will say I have healing gifts, but they can't explain you know, and we were very explicit about how this occurred and what happens when you see them and what's the effects. Moreover, I want to know uh, a few of the steps. What When you're dealing with a client, and we talked about some of the steps if you don't mind, uh, some of the steps mm-hmm. that you outline in the MLM method, the miraculous living method, because um, there's so many psychological approaches today that, and all of these, many of them will claim uh, permanent healing for mental and emotional challenges. So, what are some of the steps that that you have in this MLM, and your approach is different? We've got just yeah, a couple of minutes. You know, <laughs> you I, know what? I I'm not going to have time to go into depth for it. I'm really okay. not. I'm going to have time. Uh, can you give me just one quick step, and then I, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and have a really good discussion on MLM. What's the yeah, first so step? The first step is what I call
2: magic wand time. And okay. that's really looking at, if you could wave your magic wand, what do you really want to be experiencing? Because I believe our desires, uh, the desires of our heart, lead us in the direction of our truth. So okay. that
1: is step
2: number one. The
1: magic wand. I'm waving mine right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving my magic wand. Uh, oh, da-da. Okay. What do you really desire? Really, really explaining because it really is in there. What you'd really desire. Yeah,
2: okay, sure number is. two. And a lot of people have not given themselves permission. You know, some people call it dreaming. I mm-hmm. d- I'm talking about really desiring, whether it's a relationship, whether it's, you know, leaving
1: a job, building a business, whether, you know, fill yeah, in you the really blank, want? you know, what you really traveling want? the you just- world. Okay, you know what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back. We got the magic wand, which is the first step, and we're going to come back and discuss the rest of the steps with my friend, Wendy Darling. Thank you, Wendy. We'll be right back.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, Please call into the program at one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, hello there, and welcome back to my very provocative discussion with Wendy Darling today, who is talking about the Miraculous Living Method, and we were on step one, which she says is your desire, so the first step in the Miraculous Living Method is waving your magic wand. What are you really experiencing your desire? It's Basically, it's desire. Am I paraphrasing this correctly? What is it that you really desire? Step one. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what right. we do
2: is we create your vision as well as your mission. And how I distinguish that is your mission. So let's say you want a house by the water. And, yes. and so your mission, though, is what's the higher meaning what, and, and of what, why, how that will serve you? What's the higher meaning and purpose of that? It's not just to say, yeah, I live by the water. You know, but it might be because... When I have gotten that home, I know I'm doing my life's work. I've reached a certain point in my career that I'm having greater influence and impact.
1: Okay. All right. So your mission and your vision. All right. Mm -hmm. Then step two is what I call
2: digging for buried gold. And this is where I'm able to find the internal interference. That's creating the misalignment and a gap from where you are to where you want to be. Step three is then the miraculous living method. It's when we do the transformational work. Step four is brain training. And then step Mm -hmm. five are truly the, the strategies and steps that you're going to take to close the gap. And one okay. of those steps, by the way, is working with the system and allowing
1: for the magic of life to begin to support you more. Okay. So we got the magic, uh, which we are really doing and separating that vision from the mission. And really, number three, uh, number two is digging for buried gold. And there we are mm-hmm. looking for that internal, maybe those interferences that are you know, blocking you internally, right? Mhm. Okay. Uh, and then number three is really the MLM uh, transformational work that you're going to do. And number four Correct. is brain training. So now is brain training the same as mental uh, mindset or training the mindset? Is it Having to do with that. Yeah, it's it's in that category. Okay. But because
2: of the system, it's way more, you know, it's not like just saying an affirmation. Affirmations mm-hmm. by themselves, quite honestly, are not very effective. It depend because if you have a stronger belief underneath, um, let's say, so a lot of people that work with me want to make more money. And so I have what's called a financial results accelerator. I just did a session with somebody just this morning, and so if you say have um, so this person their financial set point was 150,000. I'm then guided to what we're going to raise it to. And in his case, we raised it for the first round to 350,000, and then we look at. what I refer to as your receiver, how open are you to receive, how the next um, factor is your magnetizer, how dialed up are you to be able to connect with those who can best most benefit from what you have to offer or can support you in accelerating your results. And then we also look at how... Effective, how aligned is what I refer to as your timing mechanism. And so, kind of like a Rubik's Cube, we adjust all these factors. And mm-hmm. I do the same thing for people that want to attract love and other areas as well.
1: I, I have a question in, in terms of like attracting the money uh, 150, you mm-hmm. go to 350. Is there, a, is there something in this method, methodology, which ta- entails giving back? Oh um, there's her. or um, the giving part I guess maybe you' I'm not understanding my philosophy is that as you acquire money, that you're thinking of how you're going to give it back to society, give it back to benefit because money to me well that's my value system, maybe a lot of others too, is acquiring money is to be able to help the universe to be help help uh issues or to help people who are in distress to give back to the community or to give back in some way. Not just to acquire it, just for your own use. Am I making sense? Yeah. What I can what I can say is, I would say almost exclusively.
2: You know, sometimes mm-hmm. not at, to the extent um, with my corporate clients, mm-hmm. um, but with my private clients, I typically attract purpose driven individuals. Okay. So that is not of concern, and and actually. All of these people are really wanting to have impact. They're wanting to have influence in some way. So these are generous souls that are just wanting things to be better in their life. Um, And I would even say with my corporate clients, the people that want to work with me are really the kind of people that are wanting to embellish the heart of their organization, to where. They are able to close some of the communication gaps that exist all too often, to increase engagement, to increase productivity, but really make their work more enjoyable for everybody. And so, um, I, you know, I have worked with very traditional companies in the past. I'm probably, I well. Things are changing. Um, yes, you know, they are. It could be one of these days that mm-hmm. they might be open more to what I'm doing. But I, I believe in heart smart leadership and and doing things a little differently. So okay. um, so that's not of concern. It's not. All like right. I can see. May specifically say, okay, now what portion of because these people no, no, are I, and that's not hard individuals.
1: I, think you, I Yeah, think but you I'm hit, agreeing I'm, with what you're saying. But it's like having a heart. If you're dealing with people who have heart, um, have that heart for giving and that heart. That, that in itself says that they're purpose-driven. So that answers my question. Now, in your yeah, best-selling yeah. book, I've got to rush really quick because I want to get as much uh, today. In your, <laughs> your, your best-selling book, you talk about the miracle that is your life. Yeah. Is that autobiographical in some, um, some sense? Yes. OK. So you um, really
2: about my journey, and it's about my methodology. Okay. And the title was actually came about um, if you're interested in that, um, based on my father and son's Hebrew names. And um, they really influenced um, my, what I'm calling my methodology and everything else.
1: Oh, great. That's wonderful to hear. So, because uh, I want people to be encouraged to get that book, The Miracle That Is Your Life. I think it's so wonderful. The Miracle, I like the title, The Miracle That Is Your Life. Um, what do you hope the reader is going to benefit from that book? Um, I think, well, what first of all, to get more
2: in touch with that each and every one of us is a walking miracle. You know, the fact that we have been given life, and particularly at this time, we have so, so much opportunity at our fingertips. And for people to really find their way to how not only can they be having greater influence and impact, because that drives everything that I do, Mm -hmm. um, but also I want people to be feeling happy and fulfilled in what they're doing. And it's not that we're just, you know, doing, doing with work, but really, you know, having community and family and friends and what, you know, again, going back to what, what are your true heart's desires? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want them to get out of the book and to realize that there is so much available for us today. You know, I help people tap more into what I call their inner guidance system, where they're, you know, that they're able to hear. Now, my words would be they're able to hear the guidance of God. Um, Uh You can use whatever you want. I personally do not, I only occasionally will, quote, hear words. I have more of a knowing. I know people that hear guidance or feel Uh it. Uh I feel it, but know it. And so okay. that's the other thing. You know, we receive it in all different ways. Sometimes Absolutely. you'll turn on the radio, and you hear something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, that's just what mm-hmm. I needed to hear. So, so I want people to just be living their life that they were designed to live. We are all, we are no accident. We are here for reasons and purpose. Early, early in my career, my business was called Thumbprints International because <laughs> I believe, just like our thumbprint, there is no other person on earth is exactly like designed oh. like us. And yeah. that's our job in life is to discover our unique gifts and talents and cultivate them in a way that we can
1: make that mark, make a difference, make the, have that impact. If I had to ask you in one sentence... Uh, Wendy, and I really want to thank you for being transparent on the show today. And I have this one final question. In today's climate and environment, um, there's so much going on, and I know you're quite aware of it, and things have changed, and they're changing even more so. What do you want the listeners to pay close attention to?
2: In one sentence, I'm going to say pay close attention to the inner tugs and pulls and whispers of your heart. It will always lead you to where will be best for you
1: and to do your best to live authentically to that. I think that is so great. So listeners, I, I want you that if you know that something is holding you back and many of you know who I'm talking to, Something that's causing you unnecessary interference. Wendy has shared today how she blends her psychology, management, and organizational development experience with her unique healing gifts that she espoused today and processes through her miraculous living method. And this just might be the answer for you. So, I will... Have her reiterate the steps very quickly. One, I know that one because I'm, I'm waving my magic wand real quick. <laughs> <laughs> magic, yep. magic wand. Magic wand time. Step,
2: yep. Second step okay. is digging for buried gold. The part that you just aren't aware of and the part that I love is um, you don't have to figure it out. The system figures it out. So it's not like you and I have to contemplate your navel. We just get right (laughs) to it. Third step is um, the miraculous living method, actual process in action. The fourth step is brain training, training your mind to work in agreement with what it is that you're wanting to create and experience. And then the fourth step are actually the steps. We have to take steps, action, um, that are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. And close that gap so you can really be experiencing the results that you
1: want. And you can get all of that with Wendy. <laughs> so, Wendy <laughs> Wendy Darling, I want to thank you again for being on the show today. And for you listeners out there, you can reach Wendy Darling at Wendy at Wendy, that's W-E-N-D-Y, at Wendy Darling, and it's Darling, D-A-R-L-I-N-G, dot com, because you, too, can be free to live the life of your dreams and be and live your best today. So that's all for the show today, and I want you to be sure to tune in next week where we're going to have another great guest for you, Mr. Shannon Lanier a veteran television host and social media influencer and author. He co-anchors a morning show in Houston, Texas. So I want you to stay tuned in for him. And again, Wendy, this has been so exciting. I mean, truly, you have Uh got a lot more to share. And I've got to get that book. Wow. So Wendy Darling, again, Go the Distance Consulting is her company and the Miraculous Living Institute. Thank you so much again, Wendy, for being on the show. And I love you, girl. Love you. Love you. Aw, thanks, Barbara. It's been a pleasure to connect this way. I hope to see you again soon. You will. You will. And thank you, listeners. Be blessed. Have a great week. (music) Bye-bye.